0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you.
2: I was gonna say Happy St. David's Day in Welsh. But no, I'm not. But Happy St. David's Day in Welsh. Thank you very Welcome much. Welcome to um... oh, well. <laughs> That's easy. We do that. Did you say it?
0: No, I Did just said thank it? you. Dioch.
2: Ah, hang on. Hang on. Hang
0: on. Oh Christ. Don't. Oh. Don't. We'll get letters. Don't.
2: <laughs> it's fine because I'm not learning Welsh. No, okay. So I'm just I'm trying to read it on and it's not it's not a phonetic language, is it? Died Gwele, hang on. <laughs> Ded Guel, Dewi Hapus. No, nope, that didn't sound any worse. Ded Guel, Ded Guel, Dewi Hapus.
0: Dewi Hapus wasn't too bad, but the rest of it oh. was probably. Mm.
2: Ded Guel, how was
0: that? <laughs> Not very good.
2: <laughs> okay, well, because um, it's don't is
0: come it, back is it, to us. it's D Y D D, isn't it?
2: Oh, hang on, look. Just Google um, de- de- f- de- It says pronounced. Oh yes, that's what it says. D S G U D S G U L D S D S G U L D U I. I don't know where the hapus went, but anyway. <laughs> Happy St. David's Day. Thank you very much. To one and all. Yes. I love St. David's days because it always reminds me of school. Because I think at primary school, even though it wasn't a world Everybody made school, we paper daffodils. Yes, we did The Green straws
0: and yellow tissue paper. I know. Oh, yes. or, we,
2: or, we, or we were encouraged to wear one, or, you know, yeah. it, it was actually felt like quite a big deal. And one of my best friend's birthday is on St. David's Day, so it's such a mm. nice day. Yes. And it's the start of all things exciting, like bulbs. Yes. And magnolias. Yes. So, on that note, welcome <laughs> to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the arches with me, Harriet Carmichael, Lucy Freeman, Jeff Thomas, Matt Rodriguez-Payne, and Annie- it's executive director Cooper now before we make a start on your emails let's have a recap on what happened this week in Umbridge this
0: week was brought to you by two million people looking at their radios in surprise and going (laughs) what the hell we were catapulted into a deeply berserk week by beginning it in bed with Kent and Fallon and harassment which was a bit crowded to be honest so Tracy decided to liven things up by pretending to be a burglar (laughs) I'm not surprised Jolene thought she was a burglar, as who brings logs in at 7.30 on a Sunday morning in a monsoon, especially when they're not even their logs. (laughs) Harassment was very worried about Jolene, as she seemed so scared, so he cheered himself up by going to bed with Fallon and apparently thinking about Harry throughout, but whatever floats his boat. (laughs) Fallon didn't seem that bothered. She was probably thinking about Chris Carter, and apparently their (laughs) pillow talk involves recalling the lyrics to chip adverts from the 1990s. Alice was being very brisk with Harry the Hip Chilcot inquiry everyone kept assuring everyone else that he'd never realise it was harassment who'd told Alice but he'd have to be 15 times more dense than even Harry the Hip to fail to put two and two together Harry bought Alice perfume and my money is on Gucci Flora Gorgeous Magnolia which retails at about 95 quid a pop so my betting is that went straight on eBay before the door had closed behind him turns out we didn't even have to worry about Harry the Hip's involvement as the three idiots managed to stuff the situation up entirely or by themselves harrisman decided that rather than wait to see if harry made a complaint he'd effectively make a complaint about himself (laughs) mom was firm but fair once she'd finished telling us all about her son and his unwillingness to go to school which although mildly interesting took up quite a lot of time for what appeared to be no purpose whatsoever (laughs) fallon decided to wade in and discuss it with alice who then decided to make absolutely sure that (laughs) harrisman got fired Oh my god. mom was leapt on by a strange woman smeared in chocolate cake and wearing riding boots who began the conversation with i'm the woman who's not supposed to know anything about anything but anyway here is some more information that was never supposed to be known alice aldridge you probably heard of me jazzer took on the mantle of agony aunt to alistair and was put in the awkward position of being pinned up against oh. the wall of a pub hello oh what hello. what's happened
2: Sorry, you went a bit like a robot. I I, I just heard that. Sorry, carry on. It was probably fine, your end. okay? Jazza took
0: on the mantle of agony aunt to Alistair and was put in the awkward position of being pinned up against the wall of a pub by the earnest love lawn wanging on about how much he loves someone who it's unclear is that fussed, to be honest. Alistair spent the whole week saying to people, no, I can't tell you, it's very personal. And then literally a second (laughs) later giving them the full mills and boon. This included his father, who surprisingly responded like a teenager. Jazza was so Judge judgy, you said, but you totally talk about Denise all the time. You do, babe, you do. Jimus got more and more shrill trying to talk to Jazza about it until only dolphins could hear him. It was a strange week for Jazza all round, really. First of all, he thundered that marriage was a sacred institution and then grabbed the mic and basically gave Alistair the green light to snap the rubber gloves on and get going with Denise. In the midst of this, he blamed himself for putting everyone off going to the pub by telling them there was a strong likelihood they'd have their ears ripped off by an XL bully. Incidentally, it didn't cross his mind that people weren't going to the bull because no one wants to sit in a pub listening to Kenton making appalling jokes or Jimmus asking quiz questions about the tax system in ancient Greece. <laughs> Only two teams turned up for the quiz. Team Jimmus trounced everyone and said generously that Alistair was there for the sport, which is surely damning with faint praise. Anyway, Jazza's somewhat berserk solution to the whole pub problem <laughs> was, was so to weird. announce a Jazza special, which I presumed would be singing or haggis-baiting yes. or something but turned out to be parkour, which must have been the product of a fever dream. A, he's only just recovered from a broken ankle, and B, what the hell was he thinking in a pub? People throwing themselves off the snooker table and vaulting the fruit machine. Everyone seemed quite happy, though, at being bought out on a midweek night in February as the sound effects tape featured people sounding relatively happy and clapping at the right bits. So that means Marky's gang will have a nice full pub to incinerate when they decide to burn the bull down next week. Quite a bizarre little episode also with Susan and Neil in which Susan declared she didn't fancy being a billionaire, which is probably just as well, and being profoundly unable to pronounce the word February. And we then toured the village in a helicopter with them while they looked at the place they live in from half a mile up. <laughs> Neil rather ruined it by turning it into a sort of airborne parish council meeting. This then introduced the flaming charging station again and we were only saying last week that that had all gone we a bit were... quiet. And now all we're going to hear is protests and Justin croaking away and Linda tying herself to oak trees and it'll be root B all over again. So let's hope Alice gets involved and within minutes every tree in Borsetshire will be raised to the ground and the whole lot will be tarmacked over
2: the end <laughs> what a funny old week it was <laughs> <laughs> there was so many parts of it where you went
0: huh <laughs> <laughs> it was like, a bit of a yeah it was it was like opening no, a box and you don't know whether there's going to be a nice cake in there or a mad frog that's going to jump out and bite you it was just
2: it was an all sorts sort of week
0: buckle up <laughs> Here we go. Where are we going to end at the end of this episode? Who bloody knows?
2: I I hadn't really thought about the fact that, I suppose, if you're going to choose a hot hot air balloon ride, I'm I'm not sure you would choose your postcode, would you? There's our house. There's (laughs) my washing.
0: There's the peaks. Aren't they small? Well, they They, would be. Yes, that's perspective. We've been through this on Father Ted, but anyway.
2: Because if they could see Martha's (sighs) Pony, and they could see Jazza, I mean I've never been in a hot air balloon but I thought you would really high up and people just look like flicks, flecks No flecks of snow No no you're quite close Yeah I don't know have you been in one
0: no. no I'm much too scared I don't oh, like that I'd
2: never go in one I I'd, I'd no just way. spend the whole
0: time crouched in the bottom of the basket crying I think so that would, <laughs> <laughs>
2: that would be or just, lovely for or everybody just thinking I could smell smoke <laughs> that's why <I'd> <laughs>
0: Have you checked that? Have you checked
2: it? Is there a ladder? Can we, can we go down a bit? Yes. <laughs> and just hover over a trampoline park. <laughs> I would never go up. Never, ever, ever. No. I don't... I mean, and, I mean, it sounded like they had a reasonably nice time, but I wouldn't say that was like... They weren't me, in a hot
0: air balloon. They were in a helicopter.
2: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Could you not tell by the noise? The noise I and, the,
2: and the fact that. that they were all going
0: <laughs> to each other when they talked
2: <laughs> of course they're in helicopter oh my god it's because i listened to that episode at about one in the morning ah. when i when i came back from a night out so it's mm. all a bit discombobulated oh yeah yeah i've been out twice this week Lucy. Oh, yeah. twice i don't Good just sit in and do podcasts all <laughs> the evening <laughs> and get... Thanks, Ruth. I just got bored a drink. <laughs> so, oh God, I feel really embarrassed about thinking it was a hot air balloon. It was a helicopter. I'd actually rather get in a hot air balloon than a helicopter. So would I. From the horror stories I've heard about helicopters.
0: Well, have you heard Jeff's billionaire theory about helicopters? No. He said it, it's the billionaire life cycle. He said they've got everything. So the one thing they can't, the, the, like the, 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 the ultimate toy is to get a private jet or a helicopter. So they have helicopter pilot licenses and, or heli- and because by that stage they're a billionaire so they think they're sort of untouchable and godlike and nothing can ever happen to them. And then they immediately crash into the side of a mountain and die. And it, and it happens oh. so often.
2: How weird. Yes. What, do you think that's a sort of, they, they're taking the ultimate risk?
0: Yes. Because... Yes, <gasps> only they tend to take their families with them. I don't, you know, if they want to wipe themselves out, that's fine. But it's happened so many times and they must all think, oh, well, that happened to him because he wasn't rich enough. So if I if I make another 20 quid, then I'm fine. You know, I'm not going to crash.
2: And I wonder, because it always seems to be famous people as well, I suppose, because they're often rich people. Well, who else? No one
0: else. No one normal is going to have their own helicopter. They can go whizzing around.
2: No. Mm. Oh, God, it's horrible. I Mm. just never want to do it. No. In fact, that's so weird, isn't it? Because even though there obviously was the sound effect of, I was sort of imagining, but it must be because it was late at night and I was a bit tired and had drunk and a also lot of wine. it was
0: I... slow, quite slow. They were yes, talking I... about things that they weren't hurtling over things. They were going slowly.
2: So I genuinely was picturing them mm. in a hot air balloon. Isn't that weird? Mm. But maybe it was also, yeah, because of the commentary and mm. looking down. Oh God, that's so weird. Yeah. Sorry, I have been listening uh, with uh, both ears very much connected to what's going on.
0: Uh, or have you?
2: Uh, what do you say with the tree? I think it's, I, I thought it was really hard to chop down a tree. And I, I mean, I know from, from just living in London and people who have gardens with trees in them, you can't chop, you just can't chop a tree down these days. Without without mm. a license or without getting a special permission,
0: no, you can. If a tree has a tree preservation order on it, you can't. But if it's on what, the, but if, it's
2: just, but if you're in a garden, so so I think I think probably any any garden in London with trees is probably in a conservation area because it's got trees mm-hmm. and there aren't that <laughs> yeah. many places in yes. London that have trees left. But if you're in the country and you're just you're just in in and your land happens to mm. have a tree does it not necessarily have a preservation order on it can no not necessarily no yeah And that's terrible you shouldn't be allowed to chop down a tree
0: i think what more and more companies are doing because the fines aren't high enough so they're doing it and then asking permission later asking forgive they're not asking permission they're getting forgiveness so they they pay the fine because oh. it's worth it because that they can make despicable. so much money building houses or whatever.
2: Mm. Though, if a tree's been there for two hundred years, it's, it's not within anybody's right to chop it down. No, God, no. I am going to join that protest. i <laughs> I know, I know. When Neil was completely heartbroken, I actually felt. I, I actually felt tonight he wasn't heartbroken enough. I'd have been crying mm. for well, someone who's also, grown up but, with that tree.
0: Justin's, you know, everyone's a tiny little bit scared of Justin, aren't they? Because mm. he's
2: that's true. Owns them, yeah. A bit of them.
0: No, hello. No, I no. Say your mum. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or is it Anne again? It's
0: no. It's um. It's Jill Archer ringing me. Is she in your house. <laughs> yeah, she's got me on. Oh, how sweet. Oh, I have an update on James Everett. Oh, tell. Harriet and I, because we are neurotic twerps, <laughs> were convinced that James now hated us and and we'd have deeply offended no, him. No, and we spent I, the week I texting thought... each
2: other going Do you think it's all right? Do you think it's all right? I thought he'd probably just found something better to do well turns out you were right yes because he is he is only, he's only 20 isn't i know he? yes
0: i know so i, I mean, think
2: what, what could he possibly find that's better than digging up old archers archive? well but...
0: that's what he said in his email which i'm just trying to find uh it's headed but... he's back it says i'm back in reference to last week's episode young people do still go out <laughs> and sometimes these young people go out and then forget to email into an archers themed podcast <laughs> happens to every uni student he says nothing else to say really as pip hasn't been in it
2: <laughs> no what we were worried about was we didn't what we wanted we didn't want to bother james did we but we no. wanted to make sure he was okay so do you
0: know do you know what i did in a very in a very mature and non creepy <laughs> creepy fashion i emailed his mum <laughs> said, is sure Jamesy all right? I haven't seen him for ages. Is he okay, hon? <laughs> and she said, oh, I'll chase him up. And I said, no, don't. Because
2: we're trying not to pester and, you know, time. We, we want him to be having a brilliant yes. time and That's what forget I said. that yes. he, that he yes. has no obligations to yes. our Archer's yes. So course.
0: whatever you're doing, James, I hope it is riotous <laughs> and more fun than listening to a group of nutjobs. So, yes. Well done. Well, it's Carry good to it know. On. Good to know he's yes. having a good time. So everybody that, that said, "Oh, there wasn't one this week," it's because James is having a life. Is what's happening.
2: <laughs> so, and in going forward, if there mm. isn't one, it's just because James is having a life. Yes. We don't need to panic. Yes,
0: exactly, exactly.
2: <laughs> we're hopefully we're all still in his good books, but yes. he, he's got better things to do, <laughs> and we should all get a little bit of
0: we should all be th- more be more james i think be, be more, more james. james that's just it. To say yes do you know that's quite boring i'd rather go off and do something more interesting <laughs> that's what he's done
2: good but he does create probably the most interesting part of this podcast yes and there's no probably about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay so oak tree yeah you that you think that's uh, basically, we're just starting to. This yes, is now the beginning yes, of the uh, yes. the new route B. Yeah. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well that's fine because at least we're cracking on with that storyline. Um, can we
0: talk about Alice now?
2: Oh my golly gosh!
0: I sent you a message when that scene oh. was happening with some extremely rude words in it because <sighs> I just I was just looking. But
2: horror we all struck. were. Yeah. We all were. Yeah. I I think as soon, in fact, as soon as. Fallon and Alice had pulled up up in the car park. I was going. What are you doing? Yeah. What no, are no, you no, doing? No, 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 <laughs> no. Just go home. Yeah. Go home. Go home. Yeah. But I mean, but then, her, but the actually, the, what's really irritating about the whole thing, Lucy, is that Harrison was the stupid one. Yeah. And that surely that's one of the reasons why it's illegal for a police officer to talk about a case mm. because the people people do stupid things mm. and Al, you know that's what happened Alice then went and did a really stupid thing mm. you know like so actually ultimately it is Harrison's fault for for telling Alice yeah I, I know she was then overly stupid but he shouldn't have told her in the first place
0: I think it's an incredibly bad idea like teachers living in the village where they teach. Policemen yeah. policing, police officers policing in the, in, in living in where they're policing.
2: But in villages, that's what used to happen, isn't it? Mm. I, I guess it happens yep. less and less. But yep. we had, um, I had a big crush on the policeman's son. <laughs> I remember standing outside his house once, we just, I was just walk. I was probably about 12 and me and my girlfriends were walking past his house and he was there with his friend and then, and we were all friends because we were all at the same school and then, I just literally froze, and I remember my mouth. I remember my mouth couldn't move. I rem- oh. remember the feeling. Now I went bright red. I oh. couldn't move my mouth, and I was thinking, "What has happened to me?" Oh. I could couldn't even go. I just sort of went hi, because <laughs> it was like this sort of like yeah. rush of love that yeah. I never really experienced before. Oh. Yeah, he was such a nice boy. Anyway hi david if you're listening such a nice boy
0: if he emails this week next week you're going to absolutely poo your pants i'm
2: literally gonna curl up and die and then book a ticket to go and live in australia all by myself i literally couldn't under an assumed name but on the other hand if he was listening i'd also be so flabbergasted (laughs) that i'd probably also whoop for joy yes so um but yeah but 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 then as I got older and it got later into the future, the uh the that police house was then sold mm-hmm. as a private house. So I Well guess... police the police officers
0: now have such a huge area to cover. It's... Yeah,
2: exactly. So but you they're, don't really they're get a police live officer but for a And
0: I suppose you can't live outside the area because the area is massive. So yeah, you'd end yeah. up driving
2: but do do police houses for um, in villages still exist? I don't know. Like you know, like you know, like vicars get a house.
0: Mm. Well, they're often called the old police house, aren't they? You see yeah. that quite often.
2: So I I wonder if that's mm. sort of because there was that thing on the news. isn't You it? certainly oh, like don't Army. get paid accommodation anymore, right? Okay, well then that's changed, doesn't it? Because mm. I think that I think yeah, in the old days the, mm. the house obviously came with the job, didn't it? Yeah. Anyway, quite interesting. But I felt I mean I was yeah screaming at Alice, but then the other side of me went, Well, that's what you get if you do what you're not supposed to do, which is um confide in someone mm. outside the force, sort of thing. And I just felt so sorry, sorry for Mom.
0: Oh God, sorry. I just started that, Jill off again. Is that your yeah. way
2: of just telling me to shut no, up? No. <laughs> what are you doing with Jill? Sorry,
0: I'll tell you in a minute. You're uh.
1: sitting
2: on your knees.
0: Yes. <laughs> like
2: a puppet mixing cakes like a she's like
1: ventriloquist dummy yeah. <laughs> uh
2: anyway i must remember I felt, to wash my hands <laughs> i just felt so sorry for mom yeah you could just see poor mom it's a Friday she's like what the night. hell
0: is going on here
2: i know and who is this guy yeah. with these friends yeah like, what is going on
0: so he's bought his wife and her friend on a day trip to come and sit outside <laughs> and lie in wait for me. And
2: yeah. Also, why is no one ever at work? Yeah. It's the daytime.
0: Yes. Um the the there's an old saying in 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 um alcoholism circles. Yeah. That an alcoholic when he or she when they go to a funeral, they want to be the corpse. When they go to a wedding, they want to be the bride. So oh. they want to there's it's this terror of being overlooked and a fear of not being able to do everything themselves brilliantly. Oh. And I think that's kind of what Alice is doing. And that impulsivity that led her to leap out of the car and say, no, 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 I'm going to do it. I mean, I'm just going to do it. When Fallon was going, no, 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 yeah. no, no. Um, That's sort of. The uh, impulsivity is linked to alcoholism as well. So it's the making really poor choices really, really quickly, and then and then trying to sort of reconcile them afterwards. But also, there was that need to. It's like Fallon said to her, "I can't always be here for your drama." And that's yeah, I, that's what yeah. it is.
2: Yeah, but then on the other hand, Fallon was like, oh, "Yeah, because you know, I've got to give Harrison some time." And but I was but but. But you it I feel like Fallon was being a little bit hypocritical then or or, or not or well, not hypocritical. that's not the right word, but she didn't have to go around to Alice's and pretend to be on a sleepover. I know I know they were trying to mm. help her, but you know some people just can't help mm. ju- wading it, in Wading in mm. exactly when actually it was their business because Harrison had discovered the fact but i feel like they were impulsive they were you know as impulsive yeah. as alice in yeah. their actions yeah. and fallon sort of going you know you you're you're she was blaming alice for getting mm. for even though she's the one that has been actively but, trying to but get fallon stuck and, and, into the drama fallon
0: and harassment had discussed it and they had made a plan of action. A lot and, in bed. And Yes. And decided <laughs> in between doing crisp um, chip <laughs> adverts, had decided that they were going to do this and what they weren't going to do and what they were going to do. And they'd made a decision and they'd considered it and they decided to, to, to do it in a quite a measured way. Alice's was sheer impulsivity. There was well, no yeah. proper s- calm measured thought at all it was just a total hair trigger Vroomp, out she went
2: they're all they were all
0: idiots they were all idiots yeah and they
2: all they've all they've all they should all take responsibility mm. for their for their own mess mm-hmm. quite frankly mm. but of course we were all going no. if i was fallon i just would have jumped <laughs> her and yeah. got her down before she could get to Mark. or just
0: driven off and left her yeah
2: <laughs> That's what I would have done. <laughs> or run Mom over yeah. <laughs> before Alice could tell her. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that woman? Oh, it's my wife, Mom. <laughs> Oh,
1: God.
2: Well, those are the sort of decisions you would make when you're in a massive God. panic, aren't they? Yeah. Those terrible, I mean, this is the only thing I can compare it to is me getting on the wrong tube the other day and then remedying it with by getting on another wrong tube. But it was like, <laughs> it was only because I had to make a decision really quickly and it ended yeah. up being two bad decisions. But, but you know, when you're in such a panic and there isn't any time to do anything, yeah. you, you literally don't have time to think through the consequences, do yeah. you? No. Therefore, you get on a district line instead of a central line. Lucy, what was I thinking? Duh, but you brain. know, I know it added 20 minutes to my journey, <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, that's what happened basically, wasn't it? It then, yeah, it was I all do dramatic and fun.
0: Think whoever writes Alice has had a lot of experience or some experience of being knowing an alcoholic anyway
2: oh okay that's interesting mm. I just well you'd, you'd hope so think that
0: yeah just but but the 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 drama that go, everything is a cry everything is a crisis and everything is their fault and they must fix it right and they must okay. fix it in the most impactful noisy way that involves absolutely everybody the concept right. of just do nothing and just sit with the bad thing or, or, is or that, be patient yes it's because they can't because that's why they drank in the first place to take away that 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 sense of powerlessness or that that feeling of things aren't moving fast enough or uh, this might go wrong or whatever any feeling of anxiety or um or or you know just just having to, just having to sit with the bad thing they can't do
2: I, I did i really loved alice when she was dumping harry though yeah oh i think well, – like that was everybody,
0: everybody loved it and everybody yeah. was so pleased and then but it just goes to show that you know it's one day at a time, and you make massive yeah. cockups. It's not no, but like it
2: was like also hearing a new Alice, yeah. wasn't it? She didn't have a wobbly lip. She, yeah, she wasn't quavering in her voice. She was assertive, and, and she yeah. said,
0: uh, no, uh, "I'm not. That's I'm not going to be able to do that." She didn't go, yeah. "Well, maybe I'll think about it," no, or maybe, "Exactly." Da-da-da. She just said, "No." That's she a... was just
2: re- really calm, yeah. and strong, yeah. and yeah, and assertive. And I really wanted to. Um, High five her. But that's why this is realistic because did it,
0: yeah. it's not like one journey where you go, you know, you start off as a chaotic drunk and then you end up a strong, independent person who reflects and everything. You might do that one day and then the next day you might be a total shit show again. And so that's what we had. But that's and that's what's frustrating. And that's what pushes people away.
3: Yeah. Because well,
0: she... it's, it's why people end up not being able to be friends with alcoholics, even when they're recovering, because it's always like that.
3: But not
2: forever, exhausting. surely. Well, yeah. I mean, I assume, Alice, I assume as a recovering alcoholic, you go, still go to a lot of therapy and meetings mm-hmm. and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's also the only person who puts sort of extra vowels on the end of Harry. <laughs> Harry. Harry. She's got three Es on the end <laughs> of it.
0: Janine nope. said after, after that episode she said never had such pride and respect but Alice today you were absolutely beautiful so yeah. happy to hear Alice be such a strong independent person yeah. big sigh of relief here and that's mm. the thing big sigh of relief and then by Friday you're going what the hell are you yeah. doing
2: you lunatic
0: you know
2: and Ugh. well do you think also this is a sort of going to be well this is going to be even more of a test for mm. Alice now, now that she's lost Harry but she's going to feel like she's lost her best friend yeah this is, we this all is be this is the big, dreading what's yeah. This coming. is the
0: big fear with them all the time is, I've done the I've done the I've done the unforgivable thing now. I've done the unforgivable thing, so now it doesn't matter anymore because I'm not worth anything anyway.
2: I know it was sweet when <laughs> when Jim was being. Oh, talking of Jim, mm-hmm. do you think there were lots of dementia pointers this week?
0: I, I always think there are with Jim.
2: Well, maybe I was listening out for them because you've mentioned them, but there was. So it was w- when Alice came into the shop she would have actually forgotten what she'd come in for but he was sounded a bit doddery didn't he about looking for candles whatever it was and then there was something tonight he'd forgotten something or was a bit doddery again I th- I felt there were a few moments tonight and th- in the shop scene where mm. oh I can't remember what it was specifically tonight because I didn't write it down but it felt like oh okay he, he
0: suddenly sounds uh quite old and quite yeah kind of faux cheerful in that way that people are when they're not quite sure what's going on <laughs> i but did I love him talking to,
2: <laughs> to to go on
0: to um alistair though when he yes said, of yeah. course everybody knows i know
2: it's was <laughs> funny wasn't it it's was funny and and all, was like, what <laughs> Oh, Alice is but all it, is my, it is my it is my special
0: secret. What do you mean? <laughs> everybody knows.
2: <laughs> and I actually really liked the fact that Jazza didn't give him what he wanted. Yeah. Which is yeah, goofy, yeah, you dirty slag. Yeah. I really sort of I liked the fact that uh, Jazza took the moral high ground. And yeah. I don't know why, but but yeah.
0: Well, it yeah, would have been too way, easy for a to, but, for Jazza uh, to have been a bit, hey, go for it, also, big man and all well, that. And, like, I know.
2: agreed with Jazza in that actually, mm. although Alistair is in love with Denise and she clearly fancies him, it's much easier for him to jump in because he hasn't got a marriage that he's yeah. worrying about. Whereas, it's not fair to put that on no. her, really, when she and might it, like be. He
0: said, yeah, it's a terrible start to a marriage, isn't it?
2: Absolutely, to a to a relationship. Mm. Yeah, to break up a marriage. And they have a son and yeah. Yeah. So I was I was with Jazza really. Yeah. And also as surprised as you that Jazza, Jazza's speciality is not singing. <laughs> it is parkour of all things. Do you
0: think they just opened a dictionary, shut their eyes yes. and just landed on something and it could have been weird? gymnastics. It could have been diving. Well, because because also,
2: knew? was it Jim that gave, no, who, who gave, Alistair gave us very uh, sort of, dictionaryized um description of what parkour was Mm. instead of i would have said parkour is jumping off buildings yeah yeah something like that but there was quite a a navigating the urban landscape yes exactly yeah but what's weird is there's um a genre of voice work that i I do and a few fellow archers cast members do which is for english language learning tapes so Mm. people who are abroad who are taking exams oh you do it with freddie
0: pageter don't you
2: Pretty much everyone from the Archers okay. does it because it's really lovely, lovely work and nicely paid, etc. But but um, but parkour comes up all the time. It's so weird that if there's a if there's a passage on, um, you know, they will be sort of like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow night? And or what what are you going to do on Sunday, Jane? Oh, I'm going to my local parkour centre. And it or for some reason, <laughs> with in the world of English language exams, parkour is massive. Wow. It's such a big subject. And that description is what we would have said in a in a language tape. Blimey. So I think it must have been written by somebody who's done that in the past. Because Gosh. it was so random. I don't really know anyone that does parkour. Do you? It's
0: like parsnips and Welsh Duolingo. All you do is talk about oh. pastix and dragons for the first 6 months. How
2: strange. Mm. There must be certain topics that, yeah. that these exam boards <laughs> sort of <laughs> really I don't know like it ticks all the boxes in oh. in speaking perfect English or Welsh. But um <laughs> yeah but I don't I don't I genuinely don't know anyone who does parkour. Do you? No.
0: My son my son did it for a little bit I think when he was younger.
2: Did he jump off buildings though? No is it he didn't but is it where you go building you it's sort of like you 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 can jump from building to building and you jump mm. you sort of run up walls yeah that sort of yeah. stuff isn't yeah. it yeah mm. but you can't yeah. do that in a pub car no. park what are you jumping you can't off the but car? he wasn't even saying the car park he was saying in the pub in the pub <laughs> <laughs> swinging from the chandelier literally it would have
0: been you know vaulting the snooker table it was just...
2: <laughs> i mean it was funny i i really loved the surprise I just thought it was so And bizarre. as if
0: Kenton was just gonna go jazz is going, let's do a Jazz special and Kenton doesn't go, What is that? Just goes, Yeah, all right. <laughs> whatever. i <I'm> have pass <laughs> Carrie. I've had so many painkillers now, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, whatever. Not jazz is working the pop down. Right. Yeah. Ho. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right. J- Jolene's so spaced out <laughs> yeah. now, isn't she? Oh, I think mean, she's she's definitely on the Valium, isn't she? Uh, thing? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Also I really don't think that are telling a few people that he thought the bull is now dangerous, it's gonna keep them away. No.
0: Or indeed telling them <laughs> telling them
2: if someone had got me out of
0: the pub on a wet to the pub on a wet Tuesday night in no. February, uh, to, to listen to him basically telling his friend that yes, he should go out with his <laughs> woman that he fancies I would have A demanded my money back for all the drinks I'd had and B probably killed people. So how everyone was just like hey!
2: <laughs> that's fine what a, what a great night Yes But the Bull is one of the most populated pubs In the whole of England Sometimes
0: it? Apart from when They they need to think of a new thing to do And then it's completely <laughs> empty Apart from Fat pool banging crisps That's crisp packets That's what we have
2: I mean most pubs It's just the quiz night isn't it That's yeah. all there is Or a live music night often They yeah. should have more live music Why don't they do an open I don't I'm sure they do God. Who am I to tell them how to make themselves busier? <laughs> um, that, uh, what else happened? Oh, did you see the news about Robert Snell? Yes. Tell the listeners. The news about Robert Snell. Well, yes. I think this is actually really good news because, as we all know, sadly, that the actor who played Robert Snell died a year or so ago now. And but so they're they're recasting him, and the actor who's going to be playing Robert Snell is Michael Burtonshaw, who is wonderful. He's like radio royalty, and he's got a lovely, lovely voice. God, mm. that's so good. The BBC adaptation of *Barchester Chronicles*, mm. which you can get on Audible for free, I think. Yeah, is riveting. Mm.
0: It's
2: yes, brilliant. Yeah. So that I think that's something to look forward to, and I'm I'm really pleased about that because. Uh, it actually, it would have been awful if, if I mean, I yeah. think it's a real, it's a real tribute to grey blocky. It? Yeah, that's right, because um, you get a, yeah, to have a fantastic actor mm. stepping yeah. into very big shoes, and was,
0: also it d- 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 sort of from a writerly perspective, um, it's horrible. Well, no, actually, sorry, that's wrong. From a listenerly perspective. It's horrible with us thinking all the time. Yeah. Oh, is that. Is I that, know. Waiting you know, for Robert to yeah. die. Yeah. When Linda lets herself back into the house, is that when she finds him and all that? Yeah. And it's awful. And it, and it actually distracts you from what's happening. Yeah. Because you've, you've, the actor's taken over the character then. So, yeah. Should we do some emails?
2: Yes, please.
0: Terry White says, cowhides. Is this storyline simply pointing up the demise of rural trades? From Terry oh. White, probably. Yes. Quite often is, not it? We, we get that quite often. Lots of people said, do not film yourselves because they just well, that, don't want God. to see us. Yes.
2: Because I, I'm literally in my dressing gown now. No, I'm yeah. not literally in my dressing gown. I, I, I hate the fact I always have to say literally because I'm just, I am in my dressing gown.
0: I am factually in my dressing gown.
2: Factually, <laughs> I am in my dressing gown. It is literally wrapped around me. It yes. Is, it is dressed around me. Yes. So that would and that wouldn't have happened, Lucy. No, if we'd have had to put our cameras, we'd on. have
0: lost our authenticity. I
2: mean, Julie, and we'd have sounded different. Yeah, I'd have been a lot more buckled in, so yeah. to speak. Uh, now I'm just feel loose. <laughs> Can you tell? God, I don't want to God, think about you being, you being loose in a dressing gown. Um,
0: it was enough of that with fallon and embarrassment. <laughs> thank
2: God. Oh, mind you, God, their chemistry is I so know, convincing, I know. isn't it? Yeah, they really yeah. do sound like they fancy each other.
0: Yeah. uh Julie Bacon said uh we should be saving ourselves for nothing less than Ambridge on the Couch, the movie, which I'm confident <laughs> is only a matter of time. Uh, thanks, Julie.
2: In which Harriet and Lucy have a chat. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. in
0: dressing gown. <laughs> dressing um, Hannah Whitehouse said, "I can't stop laughing about you calling Vince Mince Casey." That wasn't me. <laughs> I, I. Everybody stopped. Somebody said somebody good. That wasn't me. Said that on Twitter, and then everybody immediately went, "Oh yeah!" And then that was it. The, the names. I love the name. I love. Yes. Somebody just comes up with the, with one name, and everyone's just like, "Yep,
2: <laughs> that's it. Great." It's adopted very yeah. fast.
0: Uh, she said, I had tears rolling down my cheeks. I am not surrounded by Archer's fans. and trying to explain what I'm laughing at is really drawn out and ultimately baffling. (laughs) Uh, I have also found myself singing What's the Ellie's Happening Ear several times this week. (laughs) It's a total earworm. And she said, who watches podcasts? Quite right, Hannah. Yeah, exactly. Rachel Pickering said uh, she liked our suggestion of um, lip syncing, but she would like to suggest pip syncing. (laughs) where we and the listeners could mouth along languidly to some of Ms. Archer's most memorable lines set to various <laughs> bucolic backdrops. That's very good. Um, Kate Lyle is, is listening to a podcast uh, about two women who are making a podcast. I have started to worry about you two, although uh, I suspect one of the women of being a psychopath and obviously neither of you. Oh, shit, you aren't, are you?
2: She says. <laughs> She's called, listening... What's she listening to? A podcast about. It's podcast an
0: audiobook about a, two women making a podcast and one of them's a psychopath. Oh. It's called oh, None of quite This quite Is funny. True by Lisa Jewell.
2: Oh, I like Lisa Jewell. Mm, there we go. She, I think, do you know what? I think she's actually a sort of second cousin of mine. Is she? No, she's not actually. <laughs> no. oh. She's not. She's just a. No. That was an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> is she? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> I think she might be. Or she was just a friend. Or her mom was just a friend of my granny's. something like that. You know, you know, like a granny makes ev- everyone sound like they yes. b- must be related to you because they're
0: all called auntie thing. So every- yeah. yeah, 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 exactly.
2: But anyway, Lisa, if you're listening, we're basically related. So mm. hiya, and I really like your books. Thanks. Yeah, and Bye. she'd like to
0: read them on audio. Thank you very much.
2: Um, oh yeah, I would actually. Yes, although they're a bit longer than the ones I like to read. <laughs> I like to be done in a day. And yeah. <laughs> um, cure. Mm-hmm. Says
0: this morning's adverts included one for a podcast episode about cannabis marketing. It's legal in Canada. What? It came in the middle of the discussion of Harry's hip haggling. Why, oh when he was seen outside a pub, did none of the observers all all one of him? Oh, I see. One of the observers, uh, as in, there was only one observer. Gossip at all? It's a village. People talk. Wouldn't it have got back to Alice without Harrisman losing his job? I think he was he was the pub was in Felpersham. Hmm. so it was too far away for it to have got back to Ambridge um she said uh yes (laughs) she said she she likes uh long form episodes like ours she says i love your long form episodes they can't be too long for me although i know you have lives and like to sleep sometimes (laughs) we haven't though Anne. honestly we do like to sleep but we don't have lives well i don't she does i've I've already
2: gone out this week so yeah i'm I'm here for as long as you like tonight (laughs) I met a really it was it, this is what's so lovely isn't it about us archers friends because I um went to a lovely play reading the other night Lucy and I, I I knew one of the ladies there but I didn't know the other girls and there was this um girl called Claire doing it too so shout out to Claire if you're listening she said she would but who knows um anyway no but it, just randomly we got onto talking radio and then of course we got onto talking about the archers and instantly you're going, oh my God, do you really think that? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No. Yeah, can, Yeah. and can you believe that yeah. so-and-so is... And <laughs> for about the next 20 minutes, we gossiped <laughs> about the archers and the other two girls that were there were like, huh? <laughs> but it, it's it's like that connection that football people have, yep. isn't it? Yeah, You can meet a stranger mm-hmm. and then if you've got football in common, you're you're just you're yep. pals for life. Yeah, yeah. And it's the. I just thought it's the same with the arches. It was just we could we could have sat there for an hour and chatted mm. about the Archers because we were both on the same web, wavelength. She thinks everything that if we think is good.
0: <laughs> oh, very good. We like her. I yeah. hope she's listening.
2: Yeah. yeah, I hope she's listening too. <laughs> if you are, Claire, thanks. I hope we are still listening. Um, um, it was really nice to meet
0: you for the first time ever in a very strange thing. Michael Gorman and Rob Williams both sent us emails on the same day with exactly the same strap line, exactly the same header. No way. Yeah, they both sent us an email called Horrible Harry. Right. With the apostrophes miss- missing on both
2: Oh, well done, things. boys.
0: Um, and said, <laughs> Rob Williams said, I'm guessing this is because you ladies are too nice and genteel, but could Harry's real addiction be something other than booze and or painkillers? Could it be... As Eric Clapton once said, "If you want to hang out, you've got to take her out." Cocaine. There was a lot of sniffing, which people said, "Oh, it's cocaine." It's cocaine. But uh, I think it, they were trying to say that he was very upset. He was trying to signify he was very upset about oh, being so dumped, so he was crying.
2: Upset acting rather than yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it could have been
0: mm-hmm. the big C. No, could. Not the,
2: the little C. The little C, isn't it? <laughs> um,
0: and also, it's Michael Gorman's birthday. Happy <gasps> birthday, Michael Gorman. <gasps> On it the wasn't of no. March, Saint
2: David's Day. No, 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 no. It was not. Oh, no, no. no. Kuan Didlaw, oh, Meirion, birthday. Right, you
0: probably just upset <laughs> the three Welsh listeners we have. I
2: wasn't trying to do it in Welshly. Oh,
0: I was thinking you were just having some sort of psychotic <laughs> episode. Well, anyway, happy birthday, Michael. Yes. Not for today, but for happy last birthday. week when it was your oh, birthday. For Feb, um, uh, he said. I've just listened to Monday's The Archers. It is rare, if not unprecedented, for the statutory two intercut stories in an episode to be both compelling and well acted. Usually there's a complimentary ho-ho or are not the Grundys quaint story to go with the, not so, with the so serious one. The high point was the point at which all sympathy for Mr. Chilcot Inquiry vanished as he revealed his nasty, caddish side and he let slip he'd been done for drunk and disorderly. Bravo for Alice. Yeah. Sucks boot a horrible Harry and shed a tear for lovelorn Alistair.
2: That was a bit of great writing, wasn't it? When mm-hmm. he suddenly said, uh, when she just went, you got arrested." Yeah, oh, I loved that. Yeah, oh, it was brilliant. And that was, that was, I thought,
0: good. So now he knows. Yes, that yes, Harry exa-
2: didn't.
0: That, that Harrisman didn't. That Harrison
2: didn't. Yes. And then Harrison went and stuffed it up all for I himself. Know. The silly arsehole exactly well, that's the thing Harrison is as silly as Alice and mm. and he didn't discuss that with Fallon he made that decision on his own
0: yeah,
2: yeah. anyway guys just going to annoy us for ages and forever Zoe
0: says Harry had said if I remember correctly that his best friend had died from alcoholism Harry also had a serious yeah. injury that ended his eventing career my prediction is that it'll become apparent that Harry actually sustained his injury and his friend was killed in a car accident caused by Harry drunk <gasps> driving not the oh. version of events Harry told Alice.
2: Oh, he was drunken on a horse. <laughs> I mean, is that I assume that must be illegal. But <laughs> yes, that it should is. be illegal. Yes it, it?
0: Uh, yes, it is. Yes, it is.
2: Oh God, that's really chilling if that's true. I, hate, I yeah wow. Okay.
0: Another one. Scary plot prediction from Rosie. Rosie Porty. Hello, Rosie yeah. Porty. Hello. She says a g- <laughs> This is about... that She calls it Harry the hip and The Nest. Gird your loins, <laughs> she says. Alice's acute realisation that HHCE could prove to be a danger to her and Martha following his reveal of his arrest for D&D and his complete denial of his drink problem made me want to punch the air. I thought, hurrah, she's established clear boundaries and kicked him out. That's the end of that. However, as this is the Archers and the current storyline seem to be drowning us in ode peril, this can't be the case. So on to my plot prediction... <laughs> H-H-C-E will go on a massive bender, break into the nest, one of the creepiest house names ever, she says, (laughs) with a pair of Purdy's rifles and hold Alice and Martha hostage. Harrison (laughs) and Chris will break in and H-H-C-E will shoot them both before (laughs) Jakob arrives with his castration (laughs) kit and cue end music.
2: (laughs) Rosie. All in one episode.
0: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
2: A (laughs) a special live recording. I do do like the
0: idea, though, of... um, Alison Martha Hostage when I say I like, I don't mean <laughs> Alice and Martha Hostage and Harrison and Chris fixing it. Chris fixing it.
2: That's uh-huh. what I like.
0: Ah, uh, we've had a message about that as well. Oh yeah. Mm. From the actor that plays Chris to no, you. You
2: haven't no you... shut up. You have <laughs> he's way too busy to listen <laughs> Him listening to this is as <laughs> likely as the boy I had a crush on who was a policeman's son. David. Hi, (laughs) Davy. Okay, it wasn't.
0: This is from Charlotte, who says, "Oh, a
2: little bit." of
0: I know, I know, you really hurt. I'm sorry, Lucy. I'm sorry. It's
2: mean that you did that. I know. I'm sorry. You actually could have made my weekend, and then told me (laughs) on Monday that it wasn't true. (laughs) But I would have
0: made up an entire flipping email, wouldn't I? God. (laughs) Anyway, Charlotte says, "I'm glad to hear that Harriet shares my appreciation for Chris Carter." The topic of weird crushes came up on a WhatsApp group the other day, and I said, Is it weird to fancy characters on the archers? <laughs> She said, it's not weird, but it's definitely a bit sad. (laughs) I've always imagined Rex is quite attractive too. And there's no way he would have been single all these years post Anisha. I think he's probably on Bumble and has had lots of dates that we just haven't heard about. I'd swipe right, she says. (laughs) Me too, actually. (laughs) While we're on the topic, I never used to think Fallon and Harrison had much chemistry. But after certain scenes this week, I've changed my mind. (laughs) uh.
2: They are a great couple. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, long live their chemistry it's actually really nice and refreshing to hear
0: yeah Uh, Carla's uh, favourite line of the week was from Jazza when Alistair realising Jazza knows about Denise asked does everyone know this and he replied without hesitation well I've not done a survey (laughs) (laughs) she said it made me giggle (laughs) and she said that she thinks there are hints being given towards Jolene and Kenton leaving the pub with Jolene mentioning a quieter life
1: hmm
0: so I reckon yes. Harrisman is going to get booted oh. or will leave until they'll uh, go right. to pub.
2: No, but 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 I doubt... I mean, Jolene and Kenton can't leave the Archers. No. That would not be acceptable.
0: Mm. But I think they're going to leave the pub.
2: Do you think? mm mm-hmm. Well, it's all got to come to a head with... Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, Steve Parrott wants to know what Denise is doing on Suspicion on Apple TV.
2: Is she? Yep. I haven't got Apple TV. Oh. Which is a shame because there's lots of things on there I want to watch.
0: Sarah Kellaway wants to know um, why we've had so many references to the Ploughmans in The Bull. It now seems to get several mentions an episode. Is it just me who's noticed this or have I always missed references in the past?
2: Yeah I, I no I'm 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 with her because the layout of the bull now has sort of blown my mind because obviously there's the main bar yeah then there's the ploughmans which mm-hmm. I assume is some sort of ante room where yeah. you just have lunch and then what's the other bit that they opened up the flood
0: bar that's upstairs
2: yeah and is that never ever used now no
0: that's where they have gigs and things and
2: so it's a massive pub, isn't it? <laughs> but these sort of new secret sections yeah. that I'd forgotten about now sort of make, just make me feel confused. Yeah. Soon there'll be a parkour <laughs> bar <laughs> um, with no chairs in it. Just
4: Yeah. Sarah has
0: views on that as well. Um, <laughs> She said, weird episodes, that Parker in the pub one. Utterly bizarre, although I did enjoy the other cast members chipping in as the crowd and the use of the polite clapping sound effect button. Amazing that the crowd had all been calling out and cheering up to that point, yet at that exact moment in the script, nobody raised a voice and they all knew to clap instead. Incredible and totally believable. Um, she said, she's, she's um, uh, baby Greta is, is doing very well oh, and is being forced to listen to the arts on a daily basis so I've turned to my good. mother already she said um, very good for her but she's now <laughs> ardil popped up on Shape she said she's just binge watching TV so she said ardil <laughs> binge uh, Ardil popped up on Shameless Um, Really? Yeah. It's only now I write this that I realise I need to get out more, she says, as moments like (laughs) spotting Arch's characters on TV are highlights of my week. Midsummer murders is prime Oliver and Justin territory. David popped up in The Crown and listing out for the various characters played by Linda in Postman Pat makes 6am TV with my son more bearable. (laughs)
2: Look, there's nothing to be ashamed of because, I'll say it again, it's like seeing a family member on the telly. Yeah. it's like oh my god, oh my god, oh it's Denise, oh, and everyone's like who? But it is like that's why it's so enjoyable to see them on the telly, and you go and you feel a bit, you feel quite proud. I've
0: t- I've told the story before, but I, I don't care. I'm going to tell it again. Um, uh, my friend was walking down Holly Street once, and uh, this c- uh, convertible came towards her with a b- blonde woman in it, and she thought, oh, I know her, and she she waved. <laughs> And she said, hi, hi, how are you? <laughs> you know, it's me. And the woman sort of looked at her and she kept waving and kept waving and kept waving and then realised it was Princess Diana <laughs> and stopped waving. No. Yes. <laughs> but she Whoa. said, it was just such a, sh- oh, it's wow. you, you know, hello. Wow. Oh, God. That's. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's she said amazing. it was when the police met that she had like a police motorbike person with her who sort of slowed down <laughs> and she thought, "Oh shit. So she hurried off.
1: <laughs> How funny.
2: Somebody just, a big burly guy just <laughs> took her by the arm and pulled her away from the car. <laughs>
3: this way, madam,
2: please. <laughs> um,
0: we talked about Doris dying uh, last week, mm-hmm. which was cheery of, it, of us because yeah. you said that we needed a death music episode. Um, she said uh, that it was uh, the the Day Thou Gavest Lord Is Over was sung by the BBC singers and much controversy there was at the time. This is Kate oh. Lloyd-Jones. Enough to make 12-year-old me listen in for the very first time. The team had a recording of a congregation in a parish church, but equity insisted union members had to be heard in a broadcast. So we had a beautiful professional rendition instead that stood out like a sore thumb.
2: Oh, and she's actually sent us the link
0: of... Of, of, um, of that recording? Yeah. Do you want to hear wow. it?
2: Wow. Yeah, I'd love to.
0: She said contains Shula, Christine, So it was supposed So it, was, suppo- it was
2: supposed to be the, the congregation. yeah, And it was all they... beautiful singers. <laughs> Brilliant. Love
4: right.
0: it. Let's see if I can play this.
4: Radio 4. Now, the Archers. And Saturday afternoon found George Barford and Brian Aldridge... Behind a
1: hedgerow. Farm. <laughs>
0: Continuity's
2: changed since then.
0: <laughs> I'm going to have to, I will find this later, chaps, and <laughs> w- put it were in. Were we
2: about to listen to the whole thing? <laughs> yes, because I've just realised <laughs> it's
0: 13 minutes, so I don't think we can really do that. But what I will do Some is... Some people um, like
2: long form. <laughs> yeah,
0: clearly, not that long. Um, so I will find it and drop it in afterwards, and you can all hear I, the I, That wonderful... was worth
2: it just to hear the continuity announcer.
4: Yes. It's
2: just, Imagine if now they were Is just there anything
0: going... else you'd like to tell us, <laughs> Prime Minister? Thank you.
4: Yes. have to see about the eating in here before much longer.
1: Our closing hymn is number 477. What does Doris think about this tree clearing lark? You haven't dared tell her. We did a fair bit
4: of courting down Breach and Bank. One Sunday she was supposed to get back and wait on table, and she went and sprained her ankle over there. Oh,
1: wait yeah
2: poor granddad (laughs)
0: um this is from uh carolyn who says uh long time listener first time emailer
1: oh thank you she says
0: i am part of the german fan base of the archers are there others out there do i even want to know when i'm on holiday in a different country (laughs) and hear other germans i mouth germans to my partner and we quickly (laughs) scurry away
2: That's what Brits do too. (laughs) Uh,
0: She said, uh, she listens to us um, on her Monday morning run. And she said, I studied English and American literature. And during my very first semester at university, I attended a tutorial where we practiced having conversations and discussions in English. To get us warmed up a bit and to practice our listening comprehension, our very delightful tutor recommended listening, not to the Archers, but to BBC radio programs online. For our homework once, we had to listen to at least one programme and tell our classmates about what we'd learned. You think you know now where this is heading, but no, I didn't discover and listen to The Archers. I selected some kind of news programme because I thought that's what serious students at university ought to do. So after I'd finished talking about floods and refugees during our next tutorial session... Not parkour. ...another student started telling everyone about those two farmers and some issue with their cows or sheep. (laughs) Sausages might also have been involved. I, and I think everyone else, was utterly confused. I'm pretty sure he didn't know what he was talking about either and probably never ever listened to or thought about The Archers ever again but I did oh
2: wow
0: and uh so she found it she went back and found that episode and then listened to it yeah oh
2: wow she found it what followed were
0: I want to say years of more confusion I couldn't tell anyone (laughs) apart but just enjoyed hearing the accents I did develop a soft spot for Pip because she was the only one I could relate to age-wise I think so sign me up for the Pip Archer fan club (laughs) and later on became a big fan of Helen I still am blimey i haven't missed an episode since and can also confirm that i do now know who's who and what's what she wow. hasn't converted uh um her partner yet but she says I have started peppering our conversations with phrases like "Oh, very style," and I am confused in an impression of Jeff's Febreze voice. I also had to play him a few episodes of your podcast, with the result that we both speak fluent Febreze now. We have regular conversations in German and add random, random comments in Febreze's voice. Oh my god! It just becomes such a confirmed habit that it's only a matter of time until I'll slip and say something like "Oh, very taste" to a waiter in a cafe. She said, "I
2: really, really hope that happens."
0: <laughs> she said, "Thank you for what you're doing, and uh, you make very many people happy, even humourless, sober Germans."
2: Oh. <laughs> that is a cracking email, Carolyn, You do not oh. sound.
0: Well, I was going to say, you,
2: you don't. <laughs> you do not sound sober. You don't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great that there's a corner oh. of Germany where they yes. go oh, very style. <laughs>
2: That's brilliant. <laughs> oh dear. Um, uh, do, does, does Germany have an equivalent? I mean, in fact, anybody who lives abroad, is there an equivalent serial, radio serial, mm. like The Archers?
0: I don't know. It's a good Be question. Interesting Harriet.
2: to know. Oh, yes. thanks, Lucy. <laughs> thanks.
0: <clears throat> well done. Um now, uh this this Jill has been leaping up and down on my lap as we as we <laughs> All know right, throughout this body. Yeah, come no. on out. Um Amy Sturley wants to um she said where well, she said a clip for y'all. I want to hear you say y'all, Lucy. So that's why she said <laughs> use the word y'all. Um I can't do it properly. Anyway. <laughs>
2: yes. It, I think, yes, it's less O R L.
0: Y'all. Y'all.
2: <laughs> y'all. No, I can't do it now. <laughs> y'all.
0: Um, so listen to this. This is the foot this is a hat yep. I've known in the wild. You ready?
2: Yeah, we found a marvelous place to take Peggy on Friday—a history of hats. Really, hats <laughs> through the ages.
0: <laughs> They're obsessed. What? So clearly, this isn't a recent obsession. It's been going on for many, many wow. years. Because Jim's uh, J- Jill sounded very young there.
2: Yes. Mm. How on, But where was this? Where, I don't know. Where is all this archive found?
0: It's on YouTube.
2: Really? Yeah.
0: Don't tell James Everett that we've busted I've busted
2: <laughs> Lucy. I've bust his sauce, right? Over. Since the episode where James Everett did not provide the archive, mm. we've since had other listeners chipping in the archive. I know. If anybody wants to <laughs> fill the void
0: caused by somebody young having a life, feel free. <laughs> then I can wow. play the what the hell is happening here jingle again and then you'll all be singing it all week again. Sorry. Sorry,
2: sorry. sorry. Is it a bit oop? Bo Bo. Oh, hats through the ages. That's brilliant. I'm
0: going to play it again because I love hearing yes, Jill I sound love, all yeah. perky.
2: Yes. Oh, we found no. a marvellous place to take Peggy on Friday. A history of hats. Really? Hats through
1: the ages.
0: What does she mean? A place to take her and then it's a history of hats. Does she mean a museum where they have a history of hats? Or you can't take someone Friday. to a. a history of... A history of hats. It's not a. That's an ephemeral thing, isn't it? I don't, I don't know. I Very mean, strange. I
2: assume it must have been in Hexiopision.
0: Mm.
2: Wow, that is classic, brilliant.
0: And now we are crossing over to Radio Borchester, where Fabrice is hosting a phone in.
4: Radio Borsetshire Colin, Colin, I am fed up of eating lunch at my desk. It is bad for my postures and is messy. Graham emailed to ask if I wanted to go to cinema tonight, and I couldn't say yes because Y-key is stuck down with the wasabi, so I had to say affirmative like I am on a Star Trek. Can you clean my keyboard, please? Well, can you give me the sprayer then, please? Yes, now, oh, oh, now, oh. hello, hello. This is me, Fabrizio Fairpresham, looking like I have just stepped out of the salon, because I have. I have not seen what we are phoning in about this week. I used script to mop up where I spilled my miso earlier. Oh, there we are. Right, today's phoning in is on blue plagues, and does Ambridge have enough? Colin, I do not think we should have any plagues, especially not blue one. Is that the thing now? What are symptoms? I have been feeling a little queer all day. Colin, do you think I have blue plague? What? Plaque? That is just as bad. Nobody should have any plaque if they brush properly, and especially not blue, unless they are smurf. Colin, are you drunk? They're what? Oh! Oh, I see? <clears throat> well, listeners, today we are have a phone in about blue plaque, which are blue tile thing stuck to front of ours to say here lived a very important person who invented the kettle or something. Now I come to think of it, I see lots of them in Stratford on Avon, which is all of timber and merchant and ivory. So why have Ambridge not got any? Colin, let us open the phone lines, please. Hello, hello. Who is first call?
3: Hi, Febreze. I think blue plaques in Ambridge is a fantastic idea. And my suggestion would be my dear husband, Nigel Pargeter.
4: Oh, for services to aviation? Or the roofing industry?
3: No, for all the work he did during his lifetime for the good of Ambridge.
4: What was that? What was that? What was the work he did for the good of Ambridge?
3: Well, it was... Very much a rich-to-riches story, Febreze. He really pulled himself up by his bootstraps, you know? I mean, with only the benefit of a private school education, a stately home, and an enormous inheritance from his very wealthy father, he managed to turn Lower Loxley into a, well, a very profitable stately home, ready to be handed on to his son, although he seems to be happier messing about with liver at the moment.
4: I see. Did he do... Anything for anyone whose surname was not Pargetter?
3: I think he once lent Tim Beecham a tenner, if that helps.
4: Not really. No, I am not sure the blue plaque people are going to go for a ooray in an ice cream van. Sorry, Lady Elizabeth. Next!
5: Febreze, I would like to suggest someone who has the gift of communication, charisma, and who works with the community on a daily basis To improve the quality of life for the residents of Ambridge I'm pretty sure you know who I mean
4: Oh, now Linda, I think I can see where you are going with this
5: This is no time for false modesty, is it, Febreze? I mean, this person's good work has already been recognised
4: That is true, yes Well, if you are sure, Linda.
5: I am. It feels right that, as I begin to bow out of being the nucleus of village activities, that my contribution is recognised. You? Yes. Who did you think I was talking about? Me! But I said someone who'd already been recognised.
4: Yes, still me. I was awarded the Platinum Tweezers for services to ear air by the Borchester Beauty Network. There was a ceremony with tables.
5: Febreze, I got an MBE.
4: Yes, and you should be satisfied with that and not want a blue plague too. Greedy lady. Who pleases next? I feel all lot and bother now.
5: Hi, Febreze. I'd like to suggest a true Ambridge treasure. Someone who has held the village together on so many levels for so many years.
4: It is not you, is it?
5: What? No, it's Gran. Peggy Woolley. A woman who by the discreet promise of financial incentive has managed to smooth many problems for people in the village, admittedly all within one family.
4: Well, I think that is the best idea yet. She has been around for many hundreds of years and is a scary old lady. Yes, that feel right. Where would you like to put the blue plaque?
5: Well, I was thinking just under the Peggy Woolley Memorial window, maybe.
4: Oh yes, that would work.
5: Yes. On the Church of the Immaculate Woolly, close to St. Grand Square. Ideal position. Oh, and while I've got you, Febreze... Yes? I'm not sure if you know, but do you remember your old cat, Hilda Ogden? Grand's had to go into a home and we were just wondering if he...
4: Oh, what a shame. Line gone dead. We lost Kate there. Well, thank you for very interesting suggestions, everybody, except Linda. Frankly speaking, I do not think there will ever be a blue plaque for anyone in Ambridge... But it will give everyone a lovely excuse for a big argument, which is what they like best. Bye Radio Borsetshire.
0: Thank you very much for Breeze and various other people who I can't remember because it, I wrote it so long ago. I don't.
2: That was a long... Whatever it was, anyone, it was a long
0: Who time anyone ago. was. And Harriet's been skiing at least three times since then. <laughs> <laughs> so she doesn't know either.
2: <laughs> and she's going again. no we, we don't mention. Okay. We don't mention. Thank God. Why do we mention?
0: <laughs> because of being burgled? No.
2: I'm not telling anyone. <laughs> least of all my family. Okay.
0: Do they not know you're going? Are you going to say I'm just popping to the shops in yes. Salapets?
2: I'm just popping to visit an elderly <laughs> relative for three days. What? Why is <laughs> Mummy wearing a helmet to go and... <laughs> Where are you going, Mummy? Come away, I just am taking a very long train ride to Scotland <laughs> to visit the second cousin who may or may not be Lisa Jewel. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, <laughs> thank <you>. oh. <clears throat> moving on lucy <laughs> uh,
0: that's it we're done
2: oh great okay cool because okay, james, james yeah <laughs> without no, i'm not saying that without james we lose shape <laughs> i'm just saying i miss that little hill you know like yes, that was yes. the sort of mm. you know the yep. sort
0: of it was the final almost bend part two towards the, yeah. towards the towards the finish line
2: towards the finish yeah. line yeah so well that's good Well, we did okay.
0: say we wanted him to have a life and now he's gone and got one so there we go <laughs> no, our own sure i do
2: like it no no it's great we've got other archive we're yes. good yeah and james we can't wait to hear from you um whenever you are ready when slash... you've been dumped
0: james just come back to
2: us we're here for you. We'll still we're, love you.
0: You're two we, we crackers you. aunties on the podcast.
2: We still love <laughs> we'll soon just start repeating what yeah. you originally said anyway. Because it was, cause, yeah. Well, no so one ever knew what they start. were
0: anyway. No, exactly. <laughs> I com-
2: you also, you completely forget. Yeah. But it's the same with the Archers. Because I, I, I didn't have time to listen again, obviously. Or what do you mean it's check- the same with the
0: Archers? He was playing the Archers. What are you talking about?
2: <laughs> no, but you know, like, you i've already forgotten all those oh, what the hells. Mm. but it's like when you get to friday i have no idea what happened on sunday or monday in the i know
0: so that's why i have to do the monologue as yeah. i'm going along because <laughs> otherwise monday just feels i think <laughs> wasn't was that you know sunday evening feels like about a month ago and i think yes. surely that was i have I to know. check all the dates
2: mm. i know it's incredible hearing your monologue and going Wow, well, and that happened as well. <laughs> well, especially this week, where we,
0: st- you know, like we said, every every episode, you just had no idea where we just were going to end up.
2: A delightful little treat of a surprise. And now
0: we're skydiving with joy. <laughs> <laughs> Are we? <laughs>
2: All right, then. Hello. Oh, hi Susan. <laughs> nice hot air balloon. Sorry, helicopter. I've got a bit. Tangled up in your propellers, there. Liz. Could you tell him to just stop for a minute? <laughs> it's a shame that Joy wasn't more involved in the Harry storyline because it would have been nice just. Hello, to Hello, Harry. Harry. <laughs> Harry. Harry. Okay. Oh, and oh, I'm Pip. annoyed that we didn't well. hear. I really, I really want to hear Kate tell talking because I, I was sad that we didn't. It's a shame that Alice was telling Adam about dumping Harry because it was Kate all along who'd mm. talked about his... Oh, God, that oh was Jill my... again. Gosh! She just... she's... <laughs> Is she sitting on a perch who just quietly... <laughs> <laughs> and then occasionally speaking. Lucy, mm-hmm. if you've enjoyed the show, give us a review on iTunes. Am I
0: allowed? I don't think I can, though. Can I? You can.
2: <laughs> can yeah, I? you can. I think you can do can it more I, than can once. I do it as me? Not that I've no.
0: Done more than,
2: no, you can't. No, actually, I, you can. You can do it as you, but only once. Okay. I, I'm oh. not sure you can. Yeah,
0: I've just discovered an email. I forgot. Oops. From okay. uh, Daniel Millichip, who is our oh. gay correspondent. Hi, Daniel. He says, "I'm off to see six in London today for the second of three times this year. This year, it's February.
2: I'm it's off to see it for the second time in the summer."
0: He said, it's more offensive for people to be offended about Paul and the risk of him being a stereotype. This is my actual life. Just chill, gang. <laughs> Appreciate this email is about a month late, but it's not like I go to six every month. Well, clearly you do, Daniel, if it's the third time you've been and it's March.
2: Six is to Daniel, what skiing is to moi. No, I'm not going three times. But I am going back to six because it's really good fun. Are you? And the music's really great. You should listen to the soundtrack. Okay. Yeah, it's a really good fan, Lucy. It's funny. The lyrics are super funny. Um, And it's only about an hour. If you want a quick blast of... Is of, it? Um, Yeah, yeah. If you like Horrible Histories and musicals and not being in the theatre for a very long time, it's the perfect show for you. Okay. Yeah. People probably don't watch Horrible Histories because it's a CBBC show, but if you like, uh, you know, the podcast, The Rest is History or no what's what is it that funny one is it that no not the rest is politics no what's the history one the funny one you're dead to me yeah that's the one yeah okay ah greg jenner yeah
0: i knew someone had said something it and it's matt hang on a sec oh (laughs) where's it gone where's it gone i can't find anything at the minute Oh, there we go. You've got a lot to find. I know. You. I
2: always think, I, honestly, I don't give you enough credit for the organising bits you do for this podcast.
0: Mm. <laughs> 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 no, I'm not sure I deserve <laughs> any after today. But anyway, uh, this is from Matt Rodriguez-Payne, who says, Can I mention a definite candidate for what the hell regarding Jazza's <laughs> speech in the pub? Had the writers gone on strike, rendering their writing duties to be done by the stoner office lackey? Also, about halfway through Thursday's episode, I am convinced that Adam referred to Kate as the oral expert. <laughs> Very kind of him to blow his sister's trumpet, pun not intended. But information like that should really come from her and probably never be mentioned again. Um, so last week, you got a... Uh, you Your era, Kiddie's TV in your era, got uh, mentioned. Oh, yes. Which yes. was... Um, Rugrats. Rugrats. Doo, doo, doo,
2: doo, and doo,
0: I got one. This this because me and Matt are sort oh, of oxymoron. Yeah. Oh from the nineteen forties. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
2: couldn't resist. Mm, um, what yes, is yours? So
0: it is Grange Hill.
2: Oh Lucy, that's mine too.
0: That so was a big fan. You have to imagine a big uh, a big um, sausage on a fork <laughs> appearing into the middle of the, Best of the screen.
2: Titles yeah. ever,
0: which nobody outside the UK will get. But anyway.
2: Oh, For anybody outside the UK, it was a very, very popular children's show, but with some quite adult themes set in a secondary school. Up
0: until Grange Hill, if you watched BBC children's television...
2: Hello, children.
0: Yes, you thought everybody... It was like like the Box of Delight. Everybody wore... uh, (laughs) Victorian um, clothes. Yes, basically. And they were either adaptations of... um, like the Bastables and all that, you knows bit be, stories yeah. or um the railway children or you know, things like that. So you'd think that every child in the UK went to uh private school and
2: even if they were in dressed in rags. Yes. Hello, sir, I am a starving child. Please may I have a sixpence?
0: <laughs> exactly. And then grainchild came along and everyone went, Oh, that's my school <laughs> And uh it was yeah.
2: Yeah, it was. I. I was. I found it terrifying. Very, but I found my I school was,
0: terrifying. So you know that.
2: But but also fitted I was, really. I was quite young, watching it, Lucy. Mm. I, I. I'm not saying that just to annoy you. But um. So I found it quite scary because some of the yes. stuff like yeah. glue sniffing and the, yeah the drugs especially yeah. the Zamo stuff yeah that was pretty frightening yeah. was isn't it quite disturbing yes. anyway as a yeah. young person. Uh right. Should we say goodbye? Goodbye. Goodbye. And thank you for listening. Thank you for reviewing. Um, Thank you for subscribing. Thank you so much for contributing. And thank you, Lucy, for doing a cracking job as ever.
0: Goodbye. And uh, enjoy your visit to your elderly relative.
2: My my, my, my week (laughs) off. My night off. My night off. Another (laughs) night off for me. Another pot off. Pot off. That's so funny. That's brilliant. Oh, Matt, you're a genius. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
1: Botox Cosmetic, of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you.